Hey everyone, welcome to the Voyage ATL podcast where we interview some of the most inspiring and interesting folks from across town. We ask them about their lives, their businesses, their art, and more. All right, so joining us today is Monica Johnson. She's an author, speaker, consultant, and the owner and CEO of Marge Consulting. She's a total boss, and we're so honored to have her on with us. And she's also one of the Voyage content partners. So content partners help Voyage in so many ways, from spreading the word about Voyage, sponsoring our mission, collaborating with us on content like this. And so, Monica, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, maybe you can just start by giving us a little bit of an introduction to you and your story. Sure. So I'm Monica Johnson. I am the CEO of Marge Consulting based in the metro Atlanta, Georgia area. I am a published author. I'm a speaker and an expert on women's leadership issues, general leadership challenges and development, as well as an expert in mental health. Um, I kind of, I started in this work a couple of years ago. I'd say maybe three years ago, I started the development of a curriculum. The purpose of the curriculum was to be able to begin facilitating workshops focused on the development of women leaders. Um, the reason I was so focused on women leaders is because I felt like we were or are experiencing a leadership gap within our country. Um, that's not a slide at one individual person. That's a, lots of different people. And where we were accustomed to looking at examples for leaders that there was just now a gap. Um, I feel like our country is changing and it's different. And instead of um, being upset with my TV or yelling at the TV or being upset at comments I would read on social media where it seems like we're just much more divisive and we don't have enough leaders stepping in to fill the void that I would do something about that. And so I focused on how could I um, share the experiences that I have learned over the last 20 plus years as being a seasoned um, executive leader? How can I pour back into other women that I think um, fill that leadership void with grace and grit? And so how do you do that? Um, I particularly focused on women because I think that we have superpowers that we already come equipped with. And if we learn how to tap into them, we can then um, help see women step into these places that um, maybe locally don't have to be save the whole world, but just start where you are, be involved in your local community, be involved in initiatives that impact your family. And women are just, I think, equipped to do that. And so I focused on that. Um, after I wrote the curriculum, then I turned the curriculum into a book. And that book is called Fab 30 Critical Leadership Lessons for Women. So taking action is, is so important. So thank you so much for, you know, not just noticing the problem, but, you know, also working to build a curriculum and a book and really a movement around fixing the leadership gap. And so let's talk more about the book. What what can you tell us? 
So my book, Fab 30 Critical Leadership Lessons for Women, is a independently published book. So I really appreciate having this opportunity to talk about the book. I think that it is a really excellent user-friendly guide to allow me an opportunity to share a vast amount of experiences that I've learned over time in my career. I was put in a leadership role pretty young. I'm in my mid-40s and I probably had my first uh, leadership role when I was like 24, 25 years old. And so I didn't have a book. I didn't, it didn't come equipped with here are all the things you do or don't do. It was here you go, step into this role. And I do think that sometimes you have natural characteristics, strengths um, that push you in that direction. But it's not what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to be a children's therapist and I was going to have a private practice, but that's not the way my uh, career path took me. And I stepped into that role and pretty much moved through a variety of leadership roles. This book for me is what I wish somebody had told me back then. Um, It definitely has a, I think, something for everybody, no matter what level of leadership you're at. So if you're a new and emerging woman leader just starting out in your career, this book is for you. If you are a seasoned leader somewhere either in the middle or towards the end of your career, this book is for you. And you may think, how is that possible? Well, it's possible because uh, leadership and learning how to really cultivate that craft is a lifelong process. I learned something new every day that I could go back and add a whole nother chapter in that book um, that I think would be beneficial and helpful. So you don't have to wait until you think you have 1000% mastered anything. You don't have to wait till you feel like you've perfectly learned everything there is to learn in order to share your experiences. I also noticed when I started to read other books about leadership, and I've done so over the last few decades, that I didn't feel like they spoke to my everyday experiences. They were written by people who were in positions that just a select few people get to be in. Um, everybody's not going to be a first lady. Everybody's not going to be president. Everybody's not going to be um, the CEO of a global corporation. And so there are lots of women just that I pass and see on the streets every single day that are making magical things happen from the leadership roles that they have. So this really is for those individuals. And I really wanted to pour back into people the experiences that I know are relatable because it's stuff we deal with all the time. I wanted to pour that back into people. 
I wanted to do so initially through the workshop that I referenced before, but the book is a way for the information to reach a whole lot more people um, in a shorter period of time. So the book is available. It's available in a um, paperback as well as an ebook on um, Amazon for those that may be interested. Um, you can find out more about my book as well at my website, which is www.monica. S. Johnson, M-O-N-I-C-A-S Johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N.com, Monica S. Johnson.com. And I really encourage the people to check it out. Um, it's received very good reviews. I've talked to many people who've read it, um, who have said how helpful and in some instances, relatable and life-changing that it has been for them as they embark on their um, journey in leadership. That's awesome. Um, I mean, congrats on the success you've already had with the book, and it's great to hear about the impact it's already having. You know, I think not everyone necessarily thinks of themselves as a leader, and so there might be some people who are listening to this and wondering whether this book is still relevant for them, and so I'd kind of be interested to hear your thoughts about that. I've had people ask me, well, if I'm not a leader or I don't see myself as a a woman leader, then is this book still beneficial for me? Um, The answer to that is absolutely yes. So women lead in ways that aren't sometimes obvious, but is critical. We lead households, we lead families, we're mothers, we're caretakers, we are active in our communities, we are active in social or civic organizations, we're active in our church, we're active in our children's schools or the neighborhood school, the neighborhood library, um, local political um, activities, and the list goes on. We often are doing things that are in the category of me wanting to accomplish or achieve some goal. The book and the work that I do also focuses heavily on how do you just make things happen? How do you decide? I want to step outside my comfort zone. I want to step outside my box and I want to be this. I want to do this. I want to achieve this. That this is fill in the blank for whatever. And if you have the skills and you learn the strategies on how to achieve goals, how to get buy-in from other people, how to really stay the course and make stuff happen, then this work, this book, my workshops, all of that is for you. So you don't have to have, I, I like to tell people that your title is not what makes you a leader. You can be the CEO of fill in the blank and that does not make you an actual leader. 
You can have a role that is a managerial supervisory role in your day-to-day job, and that does not make you a leader. You can actually own your own business and not have the skill set to lead successfully. There's a difference. So that is what I help to try to bring out in women because I think every woman has something that they are responsible for for leading, even if it's not in a career um, type of a way where you have been deemed some type of um, in some type of role that makes you have to lead something. So it is for everyone. And it really empowers and inspires women to be the best versions of themselves that they want. So that's what it's about. And it includes all women. Rather, you see yourself as a leader or as you see yourself as a woman that has some goals, some vision um, and an idea about where you what some things you want to do in your life to make a difference from where you are. Yeah, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think everyone has goals and things that they need to do in life. And so, um, yeah, I can totally see how that's relevant. So you're also a licensed medical health therapist. And so I'd be interested to hear kind of how that impacted your perspective when you were writing this particular book. Yes, I am also a licensed mental health therapist. I've been a licensed therapist for, I don't know, maybe over 17 years. I have worked in behavioral health in some form or fashion for about 25 years now. This does impact kind of how I see and view the world. As I wrote this particular book, Fab 30, Critical Leadership for Lessons, that it it definitely, uh, the fact that I'm a mental health therapist plays a role as passionate as I am about wanting to build and empower and inspire everyday women to lead. I am equally as passionate about one other thing. And that is really about educating our communities and particularly black communities around mental health, really focusing on reducing the stigma related to make uh, mental health. Um, I want people to be more informed, more educated. And then with that comes a natural step that reduces the stigma that gets in the way of people acknowledging and understanding what mental health really is and therefore being able to seek help. It needs to be normalized just as if uh, you have high blood pressure, you have diabetes, you have asthma, you have allergies, whatever it is on the physical side, we easily tend to accept those things and we don't shame people for getting help. We are different when it comes to mental health issues. And so as a therapist and writing this book, I I take all of that into consideration. So in the book, there's um, a chapter around mental health, wellness and self-care, because that is critical for not just being an, uh, an effective leader, but being able to take care of your number one commodity, which is yourself. 
is important no matter what. So not only do I always kind of approach things with that perspective of talking about mental health as a wellness continuum and not just an illness continuum, but what are you doing to set boundaries? Like, how do you say no to things you just want to say no to? How do you make sure that you're in the right type of relationship and that that relationship is not impacting your mental health wellness and therefore not allowing you to be the best version of yourself so you can lead effectively in whatever you do. So it absolutely plays a a huge part in the work that I do. It plays a huge part in the the book. And so yeah, it all goes together for me. Monica, that makes so much sense and I think empathy and understanding and education around these topics is just so essential. And so, you know, thank you so much for sharing your story and your perspective with us. And we can't kind of wait to see what's next for you with these books and kind of this movement that you've built around closing the leadership gap. And um, and so, you know, thank you so much for the work you're doing. And for everyone who's listening, thank you so much for joining in. And we hope you'll join us again next time. Take care. Thanks. Bye.